Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 602 here in the Bayou City, and it's the third and final hour already. Having a good time this morning. It's all good, and it's even going to get better. Now we're going to go to Corpus and talk to Cliff Webb. Uh, I wait on this call all week long. Cliff, what is up? <laughs> oh, Mickey, good, man. I'm doing good. Had a great week down here. You old warrior, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sitting home looking at my wounds today, and it feels good, man. Oh, uh, there ain't nothing wrong with that. It looks like you had a good week. I I enjoy those photos. God almighty. You know, thinking about videos, if I ever put in any of these videos on Facebook, I would just be unbelievable. I don't put nothing, but you talk about making some good videos this week. I, I love shooting big trout videos and getting those aerial shots, but it was a big trout smackdown all week. It was just incredible. Was <laughs> smackdown. Incredible. Big girl beatdown, baby. <laughs> it was bad, man. And then, and of course, you got the sheep dead, the sheep head smackdown on the jetties. And I've been enjoying that. You know, and I, gotta I can't you, believe there's we, any sheep head left. Have you, have you ever seen so many dead sheep head pictures in all your life? <laughs> so they don't have a, they don't have a public table, cleaning table there, Mark 37. They have their tables that, you know, you pay to get clean. That poor guy gets paid by the hour to clean sheep head. He, he's piling them up there. He goes, man, I'll be so glad when these sheep head leave. <laughs> All he's cleaning all day, sheep head. But, man, Morky I'm at the rocks. <laughs> yeah, and I finally got back in the water surfing. The water got up to 73, so I went surfing, and I come back in the beach, and the lifeguard's there, got his lights on. He's got the back of the truck open. He's, you know, giving somebody first aid. And so I walk Uh-oh. over there. I know everybody. And it's this little boy. He's probably about 12 years old, and, and he's telling this story. It's a great story, you know. And I said, what happened, buddy? He goes, man, I was, I was fighting a big sheephead. It was a big one, man. I, and, and the line broke, and the reel hit me in the face. <laughs> broke, <laughs> it almost broke his nose. <laughs> he's got a war injury from fishing. I love it. He's so happy, too. He said, I already caught three, you know. He just wanted to get bandaged up get back on the rocks, you know. So I just I just love it, you know. And, and they got the south side of Packers shut down because that barge, they, they're pulling that barge out. So you only got one side of the rocks. 
and they're elbow to elbow, you know, catching sheephead in there. And it's, it's, it's just fun to watch, you know. Just Boy, how are they going to get that? That barge has been there for a while now. It's got to be silted in like crazy, man. They got it up on the beach, Mickey. They pulled it up with a really? giant crane. And they got it. They cut a hole in it and got the sand out, and they drug it up on the beach yesterday, and they get ready to cut it up in a bunch of pieces and haul it off. So wow. if you're coming down here, you probably want to stay away from the south side because a lot of machinery working over there is not good. Anyway, I'll get back to the trout fishing. Oh, my God, Mickey. Man, I just cannot believe what we caught. I'll start with Monday. So Monday, I got these guys, and uh, they're regular customers, and, and they, they bring some other really just four of the best fish. When you just, you know, he's just kind of what I get, Mickey. I don't have to do nothing. I just put them in the water, and they got all their stuff, and it's so easy. So we catch maybe 150 trout on uh, double Ds, Maridines, topwater plastics. It was just unbelievable but so these guys had it was unbelievable so the guy got this bet on they said okay this is the deal so the biggest trout the heaviest trout the rest of the guys got to buy you a waterloo rod an ultramag and so you know that's a that's a high dollar rod so they're fishing hard and they're they're knocking those fours okay here's a four and a half here's a five you know and we're getting down there and the guy's leading with a five you know and it's getting midday you know and and we pull out there and i look in this guy's boat up and i said this this is going to be the winning fish you know and I go over there, he's got one over six, you know, and it's it's a good one. So he's he's leading the deal. But it was amazing how, how those competitive those guys were over that fishing rod. He's wanted he won it on a six and a half or something like that. But <laughs> the amount of, of three to fours and you know, we turn that rod forty five and throw that double D, we're at about knee deep water, and just crank it and twitch it, stop it and twitch it, and they just blow it out of your hand, you know. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was amazing, you know. Then uh so uh it I said, Well it can't get any better, you know, so it, I didn't fish on Tuesday, so Wednesday, Thursday, I got this guys, you know, and they're really good. I got Clayton Thomas, and and they're bringing Ryan, the guy from CCA, the guy that releases all the redfish and stuff, just super good fisherman, Chris. I know, you know, all, all I got to do is get him on the fish. And we pile out of the boat, and it's, uh, it's a little slow in the morning. We pop a good couple of good fish, and the wind's up now 25, 30 miles an hour, and it's chocolate in there. The tide's dropped out, but the bait is still in there. I said, these guys are not leaving this bait. This is six-inch mullet flipping, and I can smell them. They're here. We don't got the bite going right now. It's silted up a little bit, but our strike zone is, is you know, our strike zone has changed. We went from four-foot visibility to six inches of visibility. Right. So it's going to change a little bit. You know, the fish are there, but you got to bang on them. you got to cast more in the same spot. And uh, so we're working all that stuff, you know, and banging these fish. And, and uh, I go back to the boat, and I'm pulling the boat up, and I look up, I look up my guy's boat up big time. And I said, that ain't no redfish. That fish is coming up the top, just rocking the top of the water. And it would break the water, but he'd scroll the top, rock the top. And that was that big fish. I sent you over seven pounds. And uh, that was some great fish in there, just, you know, solid five to six, seven-pound fish in there. And uh, we just wore them out. It was just incredible, the amount of a good solid fish we caught. And so it's like 2 o'clock, and we pull out of these fish. And uh, Clay says, man, I, I need to be back to the dock by 3.30. You know, and I said, okay, I got one more stop for a big trout hole. And I said, let's go really skinny and try to get a pig. And so we go up, I mean, shin-deep water, really shallow, and we all pile out in the line, you know. And, and the only thing we can really throw in there, the grass is so bad, Mickey, we're throwing a trout support. And we, we're kind of rigging it weedless with just a swim hook in there. You know, we're firing that thing out there with the winds up by 40 miles an hour now, so we could fire it way out there. <laughs> I look up, my gosh, are just bowing up on these big fish on that trout support. It was so cool. <laughs> you know, some of them were big reds, like 30-inch red, 27-inch. I had a, a 28-inch red weight, nine and a half pounds. That's a tough You know, just just big old toes and a lot of good trout in there, big four pound trout. And, you know, we're still catching because man, we got to go. We just, we pull off the fish bite. And I just love it. When you, 
when you get in there and they're biting, Mickey, and you pull out and they're biting. So uh, our fishing's just been – I just can't tell you how good it's been. The only thing's missing, Mickey, is the, the 29 to 32-inch fish, the trout that we used to right. catch. It seems like I'm cutting off about 28 to 29 That'll inches, come. which is fine. That'll come. It is coming, you know, every year coming. But the coolest thing is we're sitting on tide gauge on Monday, and tide gauge is a very popular spot. There's 31 trout fishermen and not one stringer. No one is carrying a stringer. No one's keeping fish, and everyone here wants that three fish limit to stay in August. There's not one guy that wants to go back to five because well, of the amount of big trout we have. See, I was, me and James were talking. James and I were talking earlier about that, the mentality down there. See, y'all been doing this for years. Yes, we have. And, Nothing, and, you know, uh, we don't kill anything over 20 inches on trout. That's We've right. Done that for the 20-inch rule. We don't do that, and, man. And, and look what it's done with all the adver- adversities that you've had yeah. down there with your fishery. Yeah. But, hey, you still got them. You still got good. You got uh, all the age groups of fish that yes, we, we do. don't have up here. We, You know, we're still – we're like a pencil farm right now. Mm-hmm. And we're trying yeah. to get, you know – our stocks built up in that in those mid range to upper uh age groups and uh yeah. and, until we all agree and cooperate and quit you know quit killing all these fish yes sir yeah it yeah. is not going to happen it can't you know no and you know people get on i think people get on board with that making seeing what we're doing here and the younger generation here well, is a lot should. of them on board with this stuff they should yeah, they see it they they realize it you know Right, and, and, my, and I and see my that going, hey, man. Our, yeah. our younger fishermen up here, the ones that throw plugs and, you know, yeah. wade fish and do all that, they're into it like that. But, the, you know, there's others that are not. But, not. you know, they, they stay within the law. They're allowed to keep five, you know. Yes, sir. And, that's, that's, uh, that's okay. And, you know, I think we killed two fish in the last six weeks, and a guy wanted two to eat, so we kept two, you know, 17 and a half, 18 inch trout right. for him, his son to eat. And that was it. That, you know, it's fine with me. You know, keep a couple of trout to eat, you know, under 20. And we caught 150 fish that day. We're not hurting nothing. And, you know, even even so we get, this is how good my guys are. They'll get a lead head down the back of the throat. They'll clip their line, leave the lead head, let the fish swim off. It's got a better chance in that water getting rid of that lead head, letting it rust out than you do throw them in the cooler. Right. And, uh, you know, and they'll rust out. People don't realize, as long as it's not in that gill plate, you can pop, you know, a lid head exactly. or cheese, whatever it costs you a buck or two, cut it off, let that fish go. And uh, that's happening. But, you know, my guys don't want to put some of these videos on Facebook. I said, don't you dare. I said, you know, that's no. all we need. That's yeah. all we need, man. Well, you got all that background, you know, people. Oh, yeah, can, you can't uh, do that. Where, yeah, it's it's amazing. It is, it's, it's just kind of like you can't do that nowadays, maybe, you know. No, might as well go ahead and drop them a pin, ping it, <laughs> let them <laughs> <Yeah>. have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good stuff, man. But, come get you some, yeah. but don't kill yeah, any. Yeah, come get you, don't kill any. But it's hard to, you know, and we we got a great bunch of guys here um, not killing fish. And the sheephead run is so funny because I leave in the morning and, and I get back and the, and the guys are on their third sheephead trip. <laughs> and they go, to, they go to the jetties when they anchor up in the middle <laughs> of the packer and they get their five sheephead and come back in with their tourists. I'm loving it. I go, man, that's pretty easy. And anyway. Oh man, it's all that's it's all good. That's uh, and it it, I've just I've just been watching what's going on up and down this coast for the last few years, and it's uh, yeah. you guys are headed in the right direction. Some of us are headed in the opposite direction, but uh, for the most part, well, you know, what I'm seeing down that uh, way, well, look what it's done for you. I mean, well, you know, look, listen to this. So Jay doesn't kill any fish. We don't kill any fish. We're booked solid. I mean, I have all the trips I want, Mickey. And yeah. 
people, I mean, people, people want to come fishing with us for no. meat. No, sir. It they come to learn fish. and to catch fish. I yes, mean, sir. and if you kill everything you catch, there's not going to be anything left for anybody else to catch. I mean, no, if you're not interested in doing that, you better off to buy a case of Alaskan King Crab, which you're going to pay us because that, that three trout ain't going to cut it for your. Hey, run to Sam's and buy you a 50 pound box of catfish. Yeah, you know? <laughs> seriously. You know, and it, it's just so go good. Go to ATB and get you some tilapia. <laughs> it's it's about the experience, you know. When once that fish dead, he don't rock on top anymore. It once is. you kill him, he's never going to bite a hook anymore, and he's never going to make somebody happy. Just think about that. If I kill a three pound trout or something. You know, somebody might catch it a year later, too. It might be six pounds. They're going to have a good time catching it. You know, it's great. And he's there making babies for me, you know. I'm putting my product back and catch. Just think if you're a butcher and you put a cow out in the co- in the, in the cooler, everybody bought it and brought it back. <laughs> and you can sell yeah. it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here, catch this trout and throw it back and catch again. I'll charge you again for it. But that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what it is. It's pretty good stuff. Well, that's how you, you know? build a fishery. Look what it's done that's, for the bass industry. Oh. Yes, sir. Think the bass guys let it. And that's you know, you why that's it. why they have, you know, they have all the money pouring into their business mm-hmm. versus the salt water. And look at what Chad did by doing this deal live release. Yeah. He's doubled his 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 face. All this, uh, you know, online stuff is just amazing. People watch it now because they're not killing them. Well, they watch, look at all the sponsors the that have jumped on board yep. supporting jumped that. Jumped on board, you know, you know, and and uh, so like Fred, Fred jumped on Fred Adams, you know. My good buddy Fred, he jumped on it and he's supporting them too. He's giving them money too. He says, "Hey man, that's a great deal. You're going here's some money for some some prize stuff." And he's he's supporting them and Barry and all these guys are supporting Chad now exactly. because he's doing the right he's doing the right thing. Yeah. You know now when he, well, now when these guys you got sixty or seventy of the best trout fishermen anywhere come into your area, they're not calling they're not taking your stuff out. It's like having 50, 50 deer hunters come to your lease and everybody tags them with a paintball gun. We're done. Yeah, you know, it's, they're still there. <laughs> it's just, That's it's right. Great, or take a photo of them, you know. So anyway, happy with the hunt, with the fun. experience. Mm-hmm. Let me knock it's this break it. out, Cliff. I'll be right back with you, man. Hang All right, on. Man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 619 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back and talk some more with Captain Cliff Webb. All right, Cliff, we're back, buddy. All right, man. Just kind of waiting for the spring breakers to. It's so funny when they come. It just the silence is broken. It's just real quiet out here, and all of a sudden they're racing down the highway. You know, everybody. Yeah, they things liven up, don't yeah. they? <laughs> they they wrote, they wrote fifty speeding tickets in one afternoon coming over the JFK Causeway Bridge. You're going over the bridge. There's red lights on both sides. People pulled over, and you're still speeding. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, it's like really. You know, it's just uh, hurry up to sit in line. That's what they're doing. They're hurry up to sit in line. That's what's going on. But That's it. They'll, hurry they'll, up and wait. Hurry up and wait. But uh, it's all good. It's uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, they kind of hit the weather good this year. Most time they get this hammered by bad weather, but it's it's going to be pretty good. Pretty good weather yeah. for them. Usually a bad cold front will hit, and man, mm-hmm. they're Drizzle. swimming in the in that cold water and the cold wind. Mm-hmm. Going man. <laughs> That must They're be some good alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going on, man. But anyway, I want to tell you about my 13 reel that I'm using that white C2, and and right. it's just a brute. And uh, so I got all these guys on these redfish, those guys in CCA, and it's, it's uh, Thursday afternoon. We're getting ready to wind it up, and I'm in a bunch of redfish. So I step out of the boat with that 13, and I'm watching these guys fight these fish, you know, and it's, they're normal. They're going around in circles and stuff, and they're fighting them, you know, and fighting them. And it takes them a little while again. I said, so let me show you about it. I look up there. Let me show you about my 13, how fast I can whip a redfish with it because that drag system. I tighten her on down where it's you can barely pull it out with your hand. I hook one about 28 inches. It's a big old toad. And I put the heat on that dude. I put him. I had him in my hand probably in less than a minute and a half. <laughs> that wow. 13, I put like 15 pounds of pressure on him, and I downed That's him That's that in the bulldog mud. drag system, bro. I got bulldog, Bubba, and I wore him down. I said, there ain't no, <laughs> there ain't no wasting time on mud ace, Bubba. I'm tuna fishing, so I slung him up there, grabbed him behind the head, and let him go. But those things, when you want to put some heat on something, man. And that's what I like about it. So if I hook a really big fish somewhere, like in the surf or something, a monster, I got a chance of stopping him. I can, you know, my leader's going to hold, and I know what it takes. I I know right. my knots are good. I know my tie's good. I know it can hand, handle 15, 20 pounds of pressure. I know it can, and I'm going to give it to them. Because if you don't, they're going to go cut you off. They're going to get into a rock, or they're going to get out sure. somewhere, and a shark's going to cut you know. So I'm I'm real funny about in those heavy structure and bath, and I put the heat on those big trout. I have to. You know, I can't let them go back where I caught them. I'm fishing this one place. The rocks are maybe two or three foot apart, just razor rocks everywhere. And there's big sand pockets in between them. And those fish will lay up in those sand pockets and just lay in there and let all that little bait get around the rocks. And all of a sudden, they'll just come in there and just eat that stuff around that bait. You'll see them blow up in there, and they'll make a slick, and you'll see them in there. Well, I know they're in there, but 99% of the time, you're going to hook one. He's going to cut you on, on, a, on a rock. Right. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't throw until I get within about 30 yards or 20 yards of that sand pocket because I got on blue. They're not seeing me. I'm walking up there real slow, and I'm flipping in there. Now, he doesn't have a lot of time to run around those rocks. I'm going to stick him. I'm going to pull him out of that hole. I'm going to bring him to Well, yeah, you're closer to it, and you got more leverage. You can go ahead and get him moving your way. That's kind of like the flipping for bass, you know, and then heavy structure. I can't let that fish bite. 
You go in there and you throw a top water, he's going to blow it up, run you on top of the rocks. You're going to lose a $10 top water and 15 yards of line, period. I, I, played the game, I played the game 100 times. I know. And it's your first you know, rodeo. It's my first rodeo, Bubba. And so I'm going there showing these guys how to do that. I go, oh, my God, man, you've got to have this braid. You've got to have those heavy drag systems. And that 13's got it. That 13's got an unbelievable drag system. You know, I'm not afraid to, to tackle any fish on that thing. Uh, if I got life, I'm in a boat. And I can follow him. I'll take anything on that on that thing. It's amazing. Hey, the other day, me and Blaine went fishing together on Monday, scouting around and just fishing all kinds of stuff. Just you know, fast landing it, looking everywhere, and uh, right. we we got this one place. We've been throwing tails, and I reached down, grabbed my uh, Lily rod with a uh, with the old thirteen uh, E. You know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I reel. love that. Yeah, I, I, hey, I'm throwing it. Those are I miles. threw that Lily completely out of sight, and Blaine's going, yeah. "What oh, kind of reel God. is that?" <laughs> you know, I can't. Can you? You can't even get them anymore. I'm trying. I'm trying to find I one. Know, I, I wish that. he still made man. them, man. That's. Uh, I've got four of them, and I baby them, and I nurture them, and I just dare anybody to try and take one of them. I'll yeah, I know it. <laughs> you know, I can throw it all reel, the way I'll down the you. knot. It's amazing. I throw it all the way the knot. That's the only one I can throw all the way the knot in the wind. I mean, I can, a lily you know, is a small bait, and I mean, yeah, I'm there, throwing that throw thing it. completely out of sight. Mm-hmm. And like a little John, you know, little John is so aerodynamic. I can flip a little John with a one sixteen thousand lead head just as far as you want to. Oh you know? yeah, and it makes so much difference in shallow water that they don't profile you. Your cast makes so much difference, and that's another thing about stalking fish in dingier water you have such a better chance a little smoke screen they don't see you sure. like when i'm in that heavy stuff i'm trying to get close to them. i want a little bit of dinge in that water i don't want an air clear you know it, right. it just, you blow your approach and then when i'm fishing those heavy structure with those rocks with potholes i want it to be a little dingy where i can just make up that pothole you know just make out that sand area and, and, and a lot of these big fish now they want the sand with a little bit of gravel coquina shell a little bit of grass for their spawning that's what they want for the bottom and uh and the dirtier the water, what I'm noticing now on these windy days, Mickey, when that water's really stirred up, these fish are moving up less than shin deep simply to get the sunlight on their back to cook the eggs. They can't get that sunlight in four or five foot of water. So on those windy days, don't fish the drop-offs. Get up there in needy water and pound it with the top water, and that's where they're at. They're up there in that, those grass beds. You know, Their back is black, and they're, they're getting the sunlight through that dingy water. And, and the, the, right, the and that dingier water will collect more heat, too. It'll grab more yeah, heat sir, and also, that water up a lot faster. Yeah, and especially on the grass. We're, we're catching them on the dark grass. They'll lay on that dark grass around those sand pockets and shell to, to warm up and you know, spawn back on the gravel and sand. But It's pretty cool what's going on right now. The, the fish still have the winter weight. There's still some fish with mullet in their stomach. And these little shrimp now are one, in, one and a half, two inches long. They're really they're keen on them. They're eating a lot of those little shrimp. You know, so, I mean, they're fat little toads right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, last weekend, a, a friend of mine, Jim, sent me a picture of a buddy of his went down in your neck of the woods and uh, caught caught a fish of a lifetime, his personal best, and it was 30 and a half inches long. Oh, my God. I'll, awesome. I'll shoot you the picture to it. It's beautiful fish, yeah. and uh, he turned it loose. You know, he didn't kill yeah, it. I got I got two pictures by He's you. He's from up here, and, and he didn't half. kill a fish. Yep. <laughs> I know, and I got two. I got two pictures from Galveston. Some nines, it's a, a nine and a nine and a half came from your area, both in Galveston. They caught at night, just beautiful fish, and they released both of those. Awesome. You know, so I'm seeing some big fish up and down the coast. You know, and, and some some guys are, you know, these guys are, are amazing how they fish at night. You know, we used to do that when I was younger. Now I can't stay awake <laughs> anyway. <laughs> past nine o'clock, I'll be not in the boat. But, man, you know, you get our age, and man's got to have some sleep. <laughs> sleep, man. 
I'm so fired up during the day. I got to get something going on at night. But anyway, uh, they're, they're catching these big fish at night simply because it's quiet and you know, it's big fish. A lot of these big fish feed at night now. Just like deer turn nocturnal, some of these giant trout will turn nocturnal when all these boat tracks are running all over them. You know, they'll yeah, do that. You know, hunting in Blaine's, that's what those big deer do. They, they, those mm-hmm. uh, big mature big deer, they'll uh, they'll move at night, and then after the season's over then they come out and made all the old does that are just now coming in heat and then you start uh-huh. seeing them when it's you know you can't shoot them yeah that's that's fun that's typical south texas isn't it it really is <laughs> the best hunt, nice. the best hunt is after season that's nuts that's a, you're exactly right exactly yeah, it's crazy but i'm so looking forward to the rest of this month we normally don't have the winds down like this in march and you know my personal best fish came on march the night so we're right around that and uh so anyway, uh, Doug Pike writes that magazine, Saltwater uh, Fisherman, uh, Saltwater Sportsman, and uh, there's an article in it this month about catching big trout with him and stuff. And he talked about the day before Mr. Pike came with me, and I, I just didn't even think about the day that I fished with Dr. Thomas. The day before Mr. Pike came, when we caught all those giant tri- trout, I had a day with Dr. Thomas that was off the chart. We had 12 fish over eight pounds. <laughs> That's just nuts, Mickey. Next you know, time one I guy, talk to Doug, I'm gonna call him Mr. Pike. Yeah, well, yeah. Whatever, well, I never heard that one, I'm, Mr. Pike. I'm sorry about that. I, 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 I oh, that's him. Okay, funny. No, sorry about that, man. No, well, he is funny. getting pretty old. Oh, man. No, he don't look it. Hey, dude, the guy's no. in shape. He, I, I fish with him. He looks good, man. He looks a lot better yeah. than I do. He don't have all those game trails in his face like I do. He's, he's all. He's still got smooth no, face. Man. He had, he got anyway. them road maps. <laughs> road maps, but. It's good stuff. I can't. I cannot wait to the rest of this year. I just can't wait to get back to the. I'm taking off the spring break. I'm just gonna let them have it for a few days. It's just. I know a here. few guys up here. They're doing it. Just they're gonna give it up. Let them have it. All this. Give it up. All this madness is over. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to the beach in the morning, do a little surfing, and get the heck out of there by ten o'clock. And do some gardening or something. I don't know what I'm gonna do, man. God. Don't take that up. Take up gardening and <laughs> no, golf, and you're on your last leg, man. <laughs> no, Bob, I ain't doing that. I'll, I'll go clean some reels or something. But anyway. I got you. But, well, Cliff, hey, it's always a pleasure talking to you. If somebody wants to come down and uh, fish with you, get in while you got some trips available. How they get a hold of you, Cliff? Okay, Mickey, I'm uh, at area code 361-949-0707. I appreciate right, you having buddy. me on, Mickey. Thanks, man. All right, I'm all fired up now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Go. Come on down. Get in the right. drive. Come on. All right, Cliff. Later. We'll see you, buddy. Later, buddy. All right, Later. All right, that's Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out on display firsthand right there at the store. They have all their different size bottles and their regulators and diffusers. They refill your bottles there at the store. And uh, if you need more info on it, he'll be glad to talk to you about it. Call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And while you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught Gulf Seafood and uh, great pricing, great, great availability. And crawfish season's in full swing. Check out their Cajun Grill next door. They have a really good recipe on boiled crawfish. And their new location, it's Santa in Santa Fe, right there by the high school. 
Call them at 409-945-4001 or check them out at boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it is 635 here in the Bayou City. You know, we were talking about Sheephead this morning and, and, uh, one of our uh, early morning sickos put it up on the sicko page about uh, an article about sheephead. And uh, here's one thing I didn't know sheephead that uh, exceed 20 inches or around 20 years of age. How about that? I had no idea. It takes years for him to gain another four inches of length. So pretty impressive. I'll read this when I get time, but uh, I just noticed it. He put it up there. It's on uh, the early morning sicko page. Mark uh, put it up there. How about that? All right. Let's go up to Lake Livingston now. Let's check in with our good friend Harry Detant this morning. See what's going on at Pinwall Campground and Marina. Harry, good morning. You alive? Hey. <laughs> I'm alive up here, Mickey. Everything's well, too. Y'all doing good down there? Could be better. It's all good, That's buddy. Good. Yep. Well, we got a. We got a pretty good little fog laying out across the lake, no wind, and uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, uh, I don't know what the temperature is, Mickey. It's in the 60s, I know. You don't need a coat outside, so uh, that's not bad at all. So it looks like we should have a pretty good day today. Right. And all, uh, we've had a uh, really a pretty good week. It was had that little old front kind of come through uh i believe it was yesterday a little bit and it mm-hmm. cooled things off a little bit but not a whole lot but other than that you know we've been running in the what high 70s at least maybe right. 80 somewhere uh everything's turning green up here uh so that's good i mean the lake we've got uh we're probably about six inches above pool on it and, and uh you know there's a Oh, I don't know. It was like thirteen thousand five hundred cubic feet a second coming down the river. And if you look at the charts going on up river coming out of Dallas, we've got there's a good bit of water coming back out of that area. Mm-hmm. But actually, you know, we really hadn't had any rain to speak of in this area at all. And uh, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where 
you know, it might be nice to get an inch or so of rain, but not not seven or eight inches all at once. But but uh, everything everything is doing good. Uh, you know, fish are uh, you know fish are really starting to come on. I've seen some nice uh, black bass come in. Right. Uh, starting to see more and more crappie. Uh, uh, catfish. Uh, they're going to blow up here anytime. They're doing re- real good right now. The shad's not quite on the bulkhead, but but when the, when that happens, catfishing will be awesome real early in the morning. I mean, I've got my I've got my tester hanging out yonder waiting on him, Mickey. I got a I got a white Clorox bottle hanging off in the water in the morning, and I picked that up, and it has just yellow shad eggs on it. I know the shad's running. Right. You know. They're going to be doing real good. Uh, white bass, I did, uh, I didn't see them. Uh, uh, I talked to one guy yesterday, and uh, they had caught some real nice white bass out of the lake. Mm-hmm. So everything's getting real close. Uh, normally, the white's going to come in, you know, towards the end of this month. But you know, with the weather being in, they can start coming in, you know even sooner so yeah they could yeah, rev it up a little early yeah a little bit early they caught some really nice nice white bass so that's pretty good in all uh not bad uh, and i know up river i mean the whites up river you know there's there's plenty of water in the in the river to make everything work real good so oh yeah yeah should be catching some nice whites up the river so anyway it's Everything's turning green down here, Mickey, and we're finally. Uh, I don't. It's. I don't think we're going to have any more cold weather. We could have a, a little bit of a cold snap. I, I've got a couple of pecan trees, and those pecans have not have not bloomed out yet. No, and my I, pecans ain't even close to budding out yet. That's. Uh, they're the last ones. Uh-huh, they, make, the last. they make sure it's a. There's no uh, fall spring before they decide to bud on out. That's. You know, when, when those pecan trees butt out, you know, winter winter is over with. But, yeah, it's officially over. I think over. we got some breaks coming up here, uh, what, maybe next week or a week after next. I'm not exactly sure. Well, it's the way they do it now. You know, all the schools are kind of different. And, uh, right. There's some, you know, been going on this week and then next week and the following week. You know, they, they space right. it out about three weeks now. Yeah. You know, years ago when they all uh, – uh, went together or pretty close together. You know, we used to have a real good, good week of spring spring break. You know what I mean. But mm-hmm. now they chopped it up and they laid out at various times. You know, you you really don't know there's a spring break going on like you used to. So. Yeah, we didn't have one of those when I went to school. We had a we, no, we, we had a day called Splash Day. Everybody'd go to the beach in Galveston, but you had to skip oh, really? out of school to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. We didn't have a splash day in uh, uh, New Mexico. We did slide <laughs> no. down the sand dunes, you know. <laughs> yeah, we did. There wasn't no water around, you know. But, but anyway, but everything's going good. I mean, uh, my gosh, I mean, it, uh, you know, we had so much rain there for a while, and, and now it's it's stopped. And, and actually, we do need to get a, a, a little rain. You know, it sure wouldn't hurt a bit. And... Uh, but we need to. But we had so much rain this winter. You know, we was getting those big rains. I mean, you know, the ground was just oozing water. I mean, it, it just we had water everywhere. But everything's starting to come around and dry up. So 
conditions are getting good. It looks like, you know, uh, uh, we're going to have a real good fishing here, or at least I hope we do. Yeah. And all they, uh, they've been doing pretty good. The crappie are starting to come on. They're not, they're not uh, at least here in my area, they're not, they're not a, a barn burner, you might call it, but, you know, they're coming on pretty nice. Uh, so, and uh, I've been talking to people kicking up in uh, Kickapoo, and, and it's the same thing. You know, some people catch fish and some people don't catch fish. You know, I mean, so that's working. I did have a friend of mine uh, send me a picture there the other day of a guy. He called it a Louisiana crappie. But it wasn't it wasn't a crappie, it was a big old brim. Let me tell you what, that was the biggest brim I believe I've ever seen. I mean Really? Caught it up there? Uh, uh no, not it's caught in Louisiana. Uh, oh, okay. That guy, he's from Louisiana. And mm-hmm. a friend of his caught it and sent him a picture of it and I tell you what, that son of gonna look like two footballs and all. It wasn't you know, I don't know, I couldn't tell how long it was, but it might have been I don't know, maybe uh, 12 inches uh, long, something like that. Yeah, when they get like that, they're as wide as they are long. That's exactly right. You, The tail, there wasn't any separate, separation between wide and the tail. This, it just went out <laughs> and suddenly there's the tail and there's the head, you know. But, Unreal. Uh, boy, I'd like to have a dozen of those in the freezer. I mean, that would be really good. Uh, uh, I like those brim like that. Yeah, my uncle, I had an uncle, uh, used to go to, him and a buddy of his would go to Okeechobee every year when yep. the brim would start spawning them. They call right. them shell crackers. Boy, they catch some right. giant ones. I mean, right. just fill a box up with them giant yeah. ones. Yeah, I had a I had a granddad there years ago when he was in uh, Mississippi. And we'd go down there, and they call them Oxbow Lakes. It's just where they dammed up the Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they made a lake, and my gosh, Mickey, there was cypress trees in there. Three people couldn't reach around, you know, and, and uh, we'd stop by this little place, and, and we'd buy crickets and roaches and uh, take a couple of flat bottoms and slip off in them swamps down yonder, and and you could, if everything's real still, you can hear them brim sucking the top of the water or popping, you know. Right. You just take that cane pole, and, and you go to dabbling around, and, and they'll lay, they, cause they lay in beds like, well, like crappie do, you know. I mean, they just lay in beds. And well, once you, when you get on, you're on. I guarantee you, you can sure catch some nice brim. And all those brim, they was nice size brim, and uh, a lot of fun to catch. They sure was. But uh, that was that was so far back then, Mickey. That I'm, I don't know where my granddad got. Her. I guess they saved him up, but he had a, he had a big stack of uh, these waxed uh, milk jugs. Mm-hmm. And we'd play them crappie out, and he'd put he'd put so many in a milk jug and fill it up with hot water and stick it in the freezer, you know. But uh, it worked really good. But that was a lot of fun. We'd take two little old flat bottoms and and uh, one motor and and hang on to them uh, on the sides, you know, and go across those those lakes wasn't very wide, and uh, uh, you could go across pretty quick and then go back up in that those that swamp, you know, and. Uh, you, you get to dobbing around those big old cypress trees. You didn't know if you was going to catch a big catfish or a black bass or a brim or who knows what, you right. know, or a water, or a water moxing, you know. And I, I tell you what, there's there's times I know if you fell out of a boat, 
the damn Moxican and have you before you could get back in it, you know. I mean, they was, at certain times of the year, they was just everywhere. But uh, I don't know. I know we was fishing up yonder one one night, and, and uh, everything was real quiet. And, you know, of course, then we just had, like, a lantern, and uh, we heard a thump, and, and guess what fell out of a tree, Mickey? And he was in the boat with us. Oh, I can. I know what you're fixing to say. Cotton yeah. mouth water moxkin. That's exactly right. I mean, you don't know where the. Well, you're afraid to jump. You don't know what to do. You know, you just, you want to you want to find him. But you sure don't want to shoot a hole in the boat. <laughs> no. No, that wouldn't be good. Get a bigger paddle. You need a bigger paddle. A bigger, yeah, a wider paddle. You need a big wide one, but. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a long time ago, but uh, it sure was. It was. You know, it was really good fishing. It, it sure was. But uh, I think Livingston's fixing to come on here in the next week or so. I mean, this weather's kind of uh, lining out. I mean, we had a nice week this week, all except that one day. It was it was a little cool in the morning. You kind of needed a jacket, and then by the time afternoon, you know, everything had settled back down. And That's perfect. Like, yep. This morning, I think we're in the upper 60s this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, just looking out across the lake, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't see all the way out the mouth. So the fog's got it kind of locked in. Uh, there's one you got little, a little ground fog up there this morning. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, uh, you can see for I don't know, hundred yards maybe out. The yeah, way, and that's about it. And uh, but there's there's no wind. The water up here in the uh, uh, where I'm at here in the creek, I mean, it looks like a piece of glass. Got a little bit of ripple on it. Uh, I looked at something earlier this morning and said like a 13 mile an hour wind, but that's probably coming off the south end. But at least right here, I mean, you can't have a 13 mile an hour wind and fog too. It just don't work no. that way. Well, that wind hadn't got up to you. We're supposed to have a pretty good southerly flow today. You know our winds. Yeah. Right now we're about twelve to fourteen in certain spots down here on the coast, out of the south. Yeah. And, That's uh, pretty calm, for y'all, isn't it, Mickey? Or? Well, yeah, but it's been a beautiful, calm week all week long. Something you just very uh-huh. rarely see in March. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes it, it makes it really nice. Uh, it sure does. But really, really, anyway. really does. It's you know those uh, your you know with these with these warm temperatures those crappie ought to be on the bank they, somewhere. The, Mickey, they are, and uh, you know the uh, they're they're coming in pretty good, and especially you know uh, you don't want to fish like the sunny side of that bank. That water will warm up a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I don't know exactly what the temperature is up in this creek. I haven't paid that much attention to it, but. But I do know this week I've I've seen more crappie come in than what I have in the last two previous weeks. There right. hasn't been a whole lot of fishing pressure, but uh, but the people that are fishing, you know, they're they're starting they're starting to do pretty well. They sure are. So it it should just get better for the next few weeks and all. But uh, it'll it'll work pretty good and all. I got. I got one lady. She likes to crappie fish. They got a trailer up here, and uh, I, went, I was going down through there on my golf cart, and she's standing on the bank fishing. And, and her name's Debbie. And I said, "Hey, Debbie, the, the people up front—they're—they're uh, they're doing pretty good, you know." 
the only time I could get around and and, and uh, get back up here towards the front, she had already relocated. <laughs> I was just teasing to her. I was, I was just flat out lying to her to see if she'd do that, and she did it. I guarantee you, she dropped everything she's on the front. But but when we used to have crappie thawing, you know, a lot of years ago, I mean, we had to have people fish, fishing off our old boat stalls. They'd be they'd have them boat stalls packed up, you know, like a fire ant mound. Oh yeah. And, and then there'd be people in the back fishing and all it took is is one person from the back to walk up here those stalls and say hey you know bill caught some nice crappie in the back well everybody would vacate they'd all gone to the back you know and, <laughs> and then and then somebody would say well you know they caught some off that old pier up here the next thing is they'd be right they'd be back but they just they'd just go back and forth all day long and uh you know i had one one guy he's he's an older guy and, and uh He's a nice guy, but he sat up here in this curb for three days trying to catch a trying to catch a tag fish. And his wife uh, picked up her granddaughter at school and brought her out, and she was going to fish. And he he fixed her up a fishing pole. He throwed it out there. I guarantee in about five minutes that girl caught a five hundred dollar fish. You know, that, wow. That man he he had fished that same spot uh, <laughs> two days. You know, and hadn't caught a thing you know but that's the kind of way it did but but that crappie how thon, many uh, how many people used to fish that crappie thon i mean it was a big deal a lot of people got into that well i tell you what mickey uh, two things that i did you know i sponsored a lot of a lot of fish but but uh uh also we paid on tag fish and weight fish and and on and one of the deals that i sponsored and i just called it a starter but I'd sponsor like like 250 uh, 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 whitefish, uh-huh. and they was real real easy to catch. And I mean, they only I think they only had to weigh 27 ounces or something. They was pretty easy. They was easy to catch. But they'd have them all caught out in about a week or so. But right. they went in rotation around the lake, you know, alphabetically as who paid on it. But I'd have people from Riverside drive all the way down here to catch. Uh, claim a, a ten dollar uh, merchandise fish, and uh, it worked really good because they'd come get a, they'd do, they'd get their money on that and spend twenty dollars, you know, uh, before they got out the door to go back fishing. So uh, it worked good. Uh, I uh, that was a big deal. It went, you know, one year in March, uh, I tracked it really well. And I I think I sold a little over. Uh, Three thousand uh, bank passes. Just that didn't count boat launches. That bank passes off the, the bank. But but flip, you know, I'd uh, then I could hold probably I don't know thirty pounds of minnows at a time. And right. uh, uh, I was buying minnows off of with Jesse Giles down there at Cleveland, and and we'd come down and we'd start bagging minnows at four o'clock in the morning, and we'd open the doors at five. Those minutes would start going out, and I guarantee you by by lunch, I was on that telephone calling Jesse. Hey, Jesse, get me some more minutes down here, you know. How many minutes are in a pound, do you feel? You know, uh, then, uh, you know, it depends on the size of the minutes. Well, but, that, yeah, that's true. But uh, I uh, I was having, I was paying old Jesse uh, extra to grade the minutes, and they can grade them, I mean, they'll, they'll get it. 
out at, to a size. And in the springtime, you know, uh, when the crappie are, are real finicky, they'll bite those smaller minnows uh, quicker. And when they just really get to crash and going, they'll bite anything. But I'd have him grade them out. And he'd grade me out. Uh, he charged me, I think, uh, just a little bit, dime or so to grade them or whatever. But but he'd grade me out these smaller minnows. And, of course, you know, you're buying by the pound and selling by the piece. But I was getting 15, 16 dozen to the pound out of those, you know. Right. I got you. So they they work pretty good, you know. And, and really the fish, uh, when they're in that situation, they like it. You know, when they just get to biting, and uh, they'll when they really get to going, they'll hit anything. They'll, you know, they sure will. But but when they're just kind of finicky and everything, they like they like that smaller bait. And you know? I got but you. We'd sell. We'd land. We'd start bagging minutes at four o'clock, and we'd have everything loaded up and open the doors, and there'd be a line of cars from the store all the way to the highway waiting to get Man. in. <laughs> Good times. That was, yeah, that was like a circus. It really was, I mean. <laughs> it was, I mean. But, you know, it's uh, the element of being a winner and uh, and the uh, thought of maybe catching a, a big dollar fish, you know. But uh, we'd have some people, they would uh, they'd fish night and day for two or three days, you know, just trying to catch a, uh, a money fish. And the ones that would catch most of the money fish, is just like if you just walked out and picked up a rod and walked down the bank and throwed it in, you're more prone to catch a, a money fish than a guy that sat down there for three days. You know, I'm so like, true. That's 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 been fishing in general for years and years. It sure has. Well, know, Harry, I, mean. I got a roll, my friend. If somebody wants to call you up there at Pinwall, how do they get a hold of you? Give them a number, uh, bud. Uh, call us here at Pinwall, and that number is nine three six nine six seven four seven five two. Have a good All day, right. Mickey. You too, Harry. Thank you. I will. See you. All yes, right, sir. buddy. Thank you. Bye. All right. That's Harry D. Tan up at Penwa Campground and Marina on Lake Livingston. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll uh, be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 